continue to pray for Beth. She had her surgery Thursday. She's still in a lot of pain.
I'd like to welcome each and every one out to the house of the Lord this morning. Yes, Begin to study and thank and pray about what the Lord gave me to bring to you. And I, I was thinking about it last night before I laid down. I was worried about it. And this morning when I got up and my feet hit the floor, I was worried about it. And uh, I was thinking about this morning, there was a song in my heart this morning when I first got up. And uh, after I got my phone and found it and was listening to it, I thought, you know, I'll write the words down to that. Boy, that surely is really. And then I stopped and thought about that for a second. I thought, no, it's not for me to share with everybody. That's something that God gave me to help me. And uh, sometimes you'll try to share something or hear, listen to this, or he read this, or look at this, and to somebody else it'll kind of look kind of empty. Then you begin to stir and think about it. God said, "I just I gave that to you. That was uh, that was something to help you." And I appreciate how the Lord He'll encourage you and strengthen you and help you. Uh, I told him this morning. I said, "I I would like to this morning is to uh, to bow humbly at your feet and lay everything behind me, all my faults, my failures, my history, my past, whatever, whatever is hindering me to." Bring forth what you would send me to bring and say what you'd have me to say in your love and your kindness, your mercy and your spirit to have you use me as unworthy as I am. But let me lay aside everything that I am and be what you'd have me to be. And I appreciate that he honored that because I had my head down and I began to feel his spirit stirring in my heart. And I thought, I'm heading the right way. And I knew the night's heading the right way. And I uh, thank the Lord for my church, my Christian brothers and sisters. I, I normally don't teach out of this Bible. I usually use this Bible for studying, but I got my lesson here, so I just left it here. Uh, y'all pray. And uh, I'll give you the thought this morning. Uh, I do desire your prayers. The thought this morning, there will come a time when you'll have to plow. And I as God began to stir that in my heart and think about that, I thought, I don't fully exactly understand what you mean, Lord, but if you'll show me and guide me in your word, then I'll I'll try my best with your help to bring it out, what you'd have me to say, what you'd have me to do. But the thought again, there'll come a time when you'll have to plow. You're gonna to have to work for God. Uh, you're going to have to step up and work we all need to be about the Father's business we all need to be uh, what we need to be for these precious angels that's around us that we can show them the way they need to go so as we get in the lesson here he sent me over into the 31 chapter 31st chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. 31st chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Starting in the first verse. We'll read a few verses here. We'll go to a few other places. 31st chapter, first verse starts like this. And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. And he said unto them, I am a hundred and twenty years old this day. 
Don't you pay attention to what, what I'm fixing to say and what God sent our way. I can no more go out and come in. Also, the Lord has said unto me, Thou shalt not go over this Jordan. There comes a time in your life when you begin to see that you're slowing down a little. There comes a time when you begin to see that you can't come and go as you used to. You can't do things you used to. And that's where the thought comes from. There'll come a time when you will have to play. That means it comes a time when you've got to step up and do what God would have you to do. You've got to step up. The Lord thy God, He will go before thee. And He will destroy these nations from before thee. And thou shalt possess them. As I begin to read and study and think about this and pray about this, I begin to see the fact that at times, like I said, you'll slow down a little bit. But then as our job as moms, dads, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandma, grandpa, papas, whoever you are, that you're going to need to instruct those little ones around you something. You're going to have to encourage them, not in the world, not in the world, but in God. And encourage them and let them know that God will go before you he will help you. He will move those mountains. He'll do things that you could only imagine that He could do. He'll help in a way that you could only imagine as you begin to instruct those ones that are around you. It says, The Lord thy God will go before, over before thee, and He will destroy these nations from before thee, and thou shalt possess them. And then this is where Things change a little bit right here. It says, And Joshua, he shall go over before thee as the Lord has said. Mm-hmm. So God's already got a plan. And somebody's got a plan. Yeah. So now he has said that I'm old. I can't do things I need to do. And I'm going to step back. It's your turn. You're going to step up and get a hold of the plow yeah. and you're going to have to work this field. You're going to have to do God's work. And the Lord shall do unto them as He did in Sion and to Og and to the Amorites and unto the land of them whom He destroyed. So He's given some more instructions here from God. This has already happened before. This is not going to be a new thing that you're going to see. God's going to go before you. He's going to take care of it. He's going to help you as He begins to encourage Joshua. And the Lord shall give them up before your face that that ye may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I command you. Alright. God's given words what to say what to do and let him know that God's going to be with him. Mm-hmm. But this is where we need to be. This is right here exactly in your spiritual life and your walk with God you need to be. This is what you need to say. Be strong and of good courage. Yeah. Fear not. Nor be afraid. 
of them. For the Lord thy God, He is, it is, that do, doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Right. How wonderful it is that you can instruct through God those around you to give them words to say, no, I, it's come to the point where I can't do these things now. And God has put someone else in that state. He's put somebody else. And, I'll, and then I'll give you an explanation of what God has already done for other people. He's going to do it for you. But now you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to be strong. And you're going to have to be of good courage. And fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. What a wonderful, kind, gracious, precious Heavenly Father we have. To know that He'll not fail you. Nor will He forsake you. He won't, He'll forget. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, He it is that doth go before thee, and He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. So know, as you begin to go and walk and do what God would have you to do, that you have the ability to encourage someone else to do whatever God wants them to do. You have the ability to do what the Lord would lay on your heart to do as an encouragement to instruct to know. So now we're going to go over in the book of First Samuel. And I want you to listen. We're going to start in the third chapter and the second verse. We're going to find another place that I want you to hear. Third chapter, book of 1 Samuel, second verse says this, And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place, his eyes began to wax dim and he could not see. Again, here we are again in a place that the Lord sent us to go to let you know that sometimes as you get older, start slowing down, somebody's going to have to get a hold of the fly. So I'm going to read something to you that's very important. And I want you to listen to what God wrote down for us. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Somebody need to go in there and lock that thing. Somebody need to shine a light. Go in there and get 
Because Lot didn't went out. And Eli, he said, my eyes, I can't see to go do this. Somebody's going to have to fly. Somebody's going to have to step up and do some work. Somebody's going to have to step up. And Samuel was laid down to sleep. And the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here am I. And he ran to Eli. And he said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord yet again, and the Lord called yet again Samuel. Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou hast called me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Did you catch what God just told us? Did you catch what God just told us? in his age and his knowing what God was doing and knowing all about what God's plan was, he stopped just for a second. He said, oh, I got it. Now's when somebody needs to get a hold of the And instructions, God's instructions are going to come about. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant here. So Samuel went and lay down in this place. And the Lord came, and stood and called us other times. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak for thy servant here. Now, if Eli hadn't been in the place where God could use him, if Eli hadn't known the goodness of God, he wouldn't have known what to tell him. And Samuel wouldn't have known what to say. But did you hear what God just worked out right there, right then and there? He was calling somebody. He was giving instructions. He was using someone who was willing to be used. Speak, Lord, for thy servant here. How did he know what to say? Because someone showed him. Because someone followed God. That somebody had a hold of fly. He's trying to work for God. Now we're going to go over into the book of Nehemiah. I'm going to fourth chapter, sixth verse. Nehemiah, fourth chapter, sixth verse. So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto half thereof. Here's the thought. For the people had a mind to work. Yeah. 
for the people had a mind to work. Now we're going to go over into the third chapter of the book of Revelation. Eighth verse. Third chapter of the book of Revelation. Eighth verse. Says this. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. God gives you an opportunity to do something. You've got a choice whether you're going to go or not. That's right. And God gives you a, and it could be a song, it could be a testimony, it could be a grace experience, it could be when God knocked on your heart and you, you knelt down and asked Him to be your loving Savior. It could be anything that God has laid on your heart to do. A kind word. How are you doing today? It could be anything God has done. Because it said, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. And no man can shut. The only thing that hinders you from doing what God have you do, they're right here. The only thing that hinders you from doing what God wants you to do, this whole flesh right here. Don't mind. For thou hast little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Now we're going to go down to the 15th verse. Now we're going to get in a place where it gets a little rough and let you know where you're at and where God's at. And let you know there's a place you can get if you ain't careful. 15 verse says this, I know thy works and that thou are neither cold nor hot. I would work work cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. God would rather you be either just nowhere to help or somewhere to help, but not in between. And you've heard me say this before, and I believe it was Peter, when the Lord was being crucified, he followed far off. That's where the world and the devil wants you to be, to follow far off. That's not what God has said to you. He rather you not even, you ain't going to help. You don't even help. Come, come no half a yard and go home. Don't come tow. Don't come fly half a yard and go back to the house. That's just a little bit of help. That's just a little aggravation. That's not really much help. You go all the way or don't go. Go all the way or don't go. That's exactly what I get from what he wrote down right there. But then this is where we get a lot of times and we stop and think. So because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and I have no need of nothing. 
You ever get there? I'm good. I don't need nothing. I'm good. You don't need nothing from God. Everything's, everything's peaceful, cool in my house. I'm good. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You think that you've got everything and you think everything's okay and everything looks good and everything's going good in your life, but really, the truth is, you're wretched and miserable. Look at you on the outside, everything looks good. But really, the truth is, you're wretched and miserable. And poor. And blind. And naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness doth not appear and anointing thine eyes with salve that thou mayest see. Now here's where it comes Right now, it's coming to a place. Whether you know whether you belong to God or not. Ready? As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. You can do anything you want to, get away with it. God never come seeing about you. You better check things up. He don't exclude nobody from his chastising hand because right there, I've said to you before, right there, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Chastisement leads to repentance. That means you're sorry for what happened because God just whooped your hind in. I don't know about you, but he gets me. I promise you that. But here's a place You've got to listen. You have to listen. To what God he says this. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whether you're lost, whether you're backslid, whether you're cold and indifferent, or God just spewed you out and chastised yourself, and there you are sitting down and wallowing in your pity. You think I'm alright, nothing's going on in my life, everything's okay, everything's good. And he just said he's miserable and wretched, poor, desolate. And then, then up here he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, you have that opportunity. The handle is on the inside. Whether you know the Lord or not, depending on where you are in your life and where you are with God, He's already said you're cold and indifferent. He'd rather you be either just nothing or going for God. Quit being in the middle of the road, finding a straddle of fence. And He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we'll sup with him 
and he with me. Uh, yeah. He'll come in. He'll set up his boat. He will evermore be there. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and sat down with my Father in His throne. But here is some of the most important thing that you could ever read. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the child. You have to have a willing heart. You have to be in a place where you realize where you're at. You have to be willing to work. I read you. People had a mind to work. Nehemiah had something on his heart to do and people had a mind to work. And they took care of what they took care of with the whole group of people that have Use a sword in one hand and work with the other to try to do what God had them to do. And that's never changed. Right. If you're going to do anything for God, you're going to have to have a sword in one You're going to have to have this sword in one hand and another in this and fighting the devil off. If you're going to do anything for God, because that's exactly how your spiritual life will be. Sure. If you step up and quit being lukewarm, it's time someone get a hold of fire. It's time to understand that we're getting older. And we can't do things we used to do. So those that are dependent on the ones that are doing things that used to do them, they're getting older. And they can't come and go as they want to. And they've gave you good, godly, spiritual instructions of what you need to do. That you should not be lukewarm. That you should step up. Use your ears. I tell my kids at all times, two ears, one mouth. Mm-hmm. I did that on purpose. Same thing for us. Mm-hmm. Listen to what the Lord has to say. Mm-hmm. Apply it to your heart and your life and remember. I asked a couple of mine the other day what Sunday school was about. I had no idea. I said, that's 45 minutes ago. Ah, yeah, no, I don't know. Can you give me something to remind me of what you said? I said, I must not be a very good Sunday school teacher because you don't remember nothing I said. You must have slept all time. I didn't sleep. I said, okay. I still don't remember nothing. Ears to hear and not hear. That's what we do. God gives us the wealth of this beautiful precious book and again I'll tell you when I laid my head down I had this on my heart when I got up this one my feet on the floor I had this on my heart not that I'm anything but I had the mind to work I said everything that I have aside sometimes I put earplugs in so if I can do what they're doing I can do what I'm doing because I need focus in this and that's just fine. They know to attack me and let me know the inside. It's okay. 
But that's what we really have to do to put our spiritual earplugs in as far as this world's concerned. We stop and take a long time, long enough to say, Lord, are you talking to me? See, you come to Samuel three times, and then Eli perceived. See, there it is. We perceive that God's trying to use somebody. Mm-hmm. You perceive that God's trying to use somebody. Then it's our turn and our job as Christians to give them good spiritual instructions. And what did he tell them to? He said, if you hear it again, you say, Lord, it's I. Your servant, I hear you. See, that's where you take what God has done for you in your life. And all the things that I've told you about Moses, all the things that God said, He said, listen, I, God's done told me I'm not going to go over there. I'm not going over there. Joshua, will you come down here and speak to this great people? Here's, he's going to take you over. I'm not going to go. I'm old, and I'm, God's done told me I'm not going to go. Somebody's got to get a hold of He had said, no, I can't do that. Or if somewhere through the time when God said, you can go. Then He gave them examples of how that it already had happened. God already brought them through so many things. Yeah. It reminded them so many things God already done. He said, now this is what's going to happen. This is, God's going to give this to you. He's going to lead you. And you've got to be what? I'll go right back and read this to you. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. As your spiritual life, as you trying to grow in the Lord, when you see someone that you feel like that God's going to try to work with you. It doesn't matter whether it's, it could be anything. It could be nothing but a lay man. It could be nothing. But God's going to use them. It could be their testimony. It could be anything that they do for God. It could be a word. It could be a kind word for somebody. It could be anything. But you instruct them in what? In the Lord. So they'll know when God comes knocking, when God comes calling, when God comes saying, hey, do this, hey, do that, they'll know what to do. They'll reach down and get a hold of the plow and go to work. And you can sit back and say, thank you, sweet Jesus. I've done what I feel like I need to do. I've done my part. I've done what you have me do, Lord. And remind them that God brought you through things. Remind them what God done for you. Remind them of where God brought you from. Remind you them that, yes, I do fault too. Yes, I have failures. Yes, I have shortcomings. Yes, I have to repent. And like I said this morning, I told the Lord, I said, let me just kneel down at your feet. Mm-hmm. And everything that I am behind me. And bring what you would have me to say. I don't look this up. I simply pray and ask God. At 11.01, I will start asking God for next week. And I've told you that before. I take this very seriously. Because I need to be in a place where I can say, yeah. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
what would you have him do? Listen. Your servant here. <clears throat> Your servant here. So he calls each and every one of us, everybody under the sound of my voice. Every one of us. He is called. If he has saved you, he calls you for a purpose. You have a job there. Yes. Get a hold of the plow. Lay everything aside. And seek him. Lay everything aside. Why would you do that? Be strong and good courage. Fear not. Don't be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He is it. It is that death go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. What more instructions could be better to give anybody? I don't care who you are. Anybody. To let you know the Lord won't forsake you. He won't leave you. He'll help you. But you're going to have to be in a place where you say this. Yes, Lord. Thy servant here, Lord. What would you have me do? But you have to get to that place. You have to get to the place where you stop and say, hey, Lord, let me just kneel down at your feet and let me lay back everything I've ever done wrong. Everything that does hinder me and let me do what you would have me to do. See, that's what happens is they'll remind you of all the wrongs and all the things and all the stuff and it'll stop. I can't do that. You can do that. If you're at His feet. If you'll come up before Him, you can be what God would have you to be. Because yesterday is just that. Yesterday. You cannot change nothing about yesterday. But you can change today. So if you get in a place where you simply say, Lord, it's me. I remember where it said for me to be strong and of good courage. So thank you, Lord, for the encouragement. Thank you, Lord, for the help. Thank you, Lord, for coming by my way and letting me know that you'll not fail me. Let me thank you, Lord, for letting me know that you'll not forsake me. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me through everything you've already brought me through. But I'm going to stop just for a minute. And thank you for put everything lying behind me. And stand up and be what you had me to be. But again, there will come a time when you'll have to plow. It's going to be your turn. And the job that you'll be given, I don't know where it'll be. It could be anything. Make sure God's in it and go. Make sure God's in it and stand up. And forget everything that you ever did wrong. Because if you've asked Him for forgiveness, it's casting a seed of forgiveness. And if anyone, the only person remembers is you. Well, the devil, We don't give Him too much credit. We don't give Him too much credit. Because we're as guilty as anybody else remembers. 
he'll just kick up a little reminder and then you'll there you'll be. The Lord is gracious. But it's our job to plow. So if you plow, you plant seed and it grows into whatever fruitful thing that you plant. It could be food, it could be anything. It could bring you shade, it could bring you dinner, it could be anything. But how important it is that we get a hold of the plow and understand that you're going to have to. If you're going to work for the Lord, you're going to have to stand up and work on it. But half will go on halfway and go all the way. Be strong. Be a good person. That's your little lesson. I appreciate the Lord. I appreciate what He let me see. I appreciate my church. Anybody got anything? Anybody else? I appreciate the listening to Appreciate that. Anybody else? Appreciate that. Anybody else? Appreciate it. When I thought as you began to teach there, that was me this morning, just to be honest with you. Sitting down at the house. I thought, anything I'm gonna go. And that come by me. Still got to work today. Yeah. And it, I just hate leaving my family home, you know. And sickness, all that stuff. Gets to you. Yeah. I thought, and he come by me as soon as I got here. And Jordan began to sing, he began to work. My heart just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my goodness, we still got to work today. Yeah. Yeah. Still got to work today. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about ones before us. I don't really want to look to the ones before us because sometimes I say, you know, we need to play on them, play on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to, I want to listen to the Lord and look yeah. to the Lord. Yeah. 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 Cause I know if I keep playing, I'll see something out of it. Mm-hmm. I know that for sure because I've seen it before. <coughs> I was thinking just the other day, I don't know why I brought this by me, but I'm going to share it anyway. I was at work the other day and, and I'm talking to the Lord there. and You know, we have doubts sometimes because we just wait on things to happen. We know something's going to happen, you know. He reminded me about out of a blue one day he put a burden on my heart. Bentley. One day out of the blue. Had never thought much about it. Hadn't never thought of Bentley. He put a burden on my heart for Bentley. And we ended up getting to see him saved. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. So I know I gotta work to do still. Yeah. Yeah. Glad I'm here. I'm glad I got up and come up here. Mm-hmm.
It's been a help to me just to walk a little time I've been here this morning. Appreciate the lesson, Lord. Appreciate that. Anybody else? Anybody at all? Thank you. 